0: Welcome to the Work That Matters podcast by Ikigai Coffee. My name is Jeroen Brugman, I'm your host, talking to the people behind the work that matters. If you want to find out more about this episode or any other episodes, please visit www.ikigai.coffee and I hope to see you there. So, welcome everybody again to another podcast by by me. This is Jeroen Brugman, I'm the owner of Ikigai Coffee. It's the Work That Matters podcast. And, um, I'm looking for people, um, from my own, uh, network that actually do work that matters. Uh, last time we spoke with, uh, I spoke with the uh, Fwadi Pitsuan from Tha- Tha- Thailand, um, the one before was, uh, Sarah Morocchi And this episode, I have a special guest is my Colombian friend, Juan Pablo Lasso-Argote, And Juan Pablo is a fourth-generation coffee grower from the little village of Genova, Nariño. He's 41 years old. He's the son of Efrain Lasso, uh, also a coffee grower. Uh, He studied accountancy and business administration at the University of Cali and has a master's degree in sustainability practices. Um, Juan Pablo is, uh, because of his education and his experience, is a perfect partner for uh, import facilitator uh, this side up and for me to create uh, smallholder traceability and transparency. And um, his, uh, he's one of the first from the village of uh, Geneva to export his coffee as a proper specialty coffee. He organizes a field barista trip um, in his uh, home village where I personally personally went uh, to as well and had the pleasure and the honor to live in his uh, in his house uh, for a period of uh, two weeks it was or ten days ten uh, days. to uh, to help with the coffee harvest uh, of him and his family. So welcome Juan Pablo Lasso Argote.
1: Thank you, Yaron. Thank you for Shall having I do some me. crowd.
0: Uh, some crowd like <laughs> I will edit it in. So. Uh, Welcome, Juan Pablo Laceragote.
1: Thank you, Jérôme. It's, <laughs> it's a pleasure to talk to you again. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. A couple of
0: months ago, you were in Amsterdam. You're quite uh, almost locked up here, right? Huh? Yes, so, almost COVID.
1: for a day. <laughs>
0: uh, if you were here one more day, then it would have been... Yeah. Uh, Colombia would have closed, huh?
1: Yeah, I, I, I would still be there.
0: yeah yeah that is uh well it's uh, it's a good thing that you're uh you're back at uh at, yeah, uh, yeah at just, for,
1: just for the harvest time that we are yeah. beginning now yeah and you and you know you know how how is the work here in, in harvest time so it would be yeah. a mess
0: yeah i had uh, the pleasure of uh, visiting you uh, two years ago Yes. um that was a, a super nice experience it's uh i still uh, have everything fresh in my in my memory i made a lot of highlights of course with video yeah <laughs> i still have to make a, a proper video of it but it's uh it's too many footage
1: and that's um, that's the good thing about visiting the the farms and not only visiting but doing the the work that the farmers yeah. do that you can well, you can uh, tell it at first hand because you know what it feels to to do a, a, a washing to wash the coffee you know how it feels to to pick the coffee yeah. uh, you know it so that's the yeah, exactly that's the that. beautiful of and, this project
0: and it hurt, <laughs> it <really laughs> <did> hurt. <Yeah. laughs> it's uh no, it's uh, before uh, visiting uh, you and your farm um i only knew it from the books and from yeah. the videos and, uh, yeah. and then you tell people, and you teach people uh, in barista trainings and um, uh, other uh, presentations uh, where the coffee comes from. And I've literally spoken to uh, hundreds of people and uh, given, given presentations to hundreds of people not actually knowing what is going on. So that's quite, <laughs> quite awkward. Yeah. So that was uh, quite valuable. Yeah,
1: yeah and, and it happens in a lot of farms that they show you, how the the process is but you're not uh, involved into the process you're not you're not you don't have to wake up at 6 a.m in the morning and go to the field and pick the cherries and deal deal with uh, with mosquitoes and deal with the heat or deal with the rain so it's more like tourists what we're doing in our farm is involve completely the visitors to 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 the process itself
0: yeah how many um, field barista trips did you organize and by the way it's it's being organized together with uh, uh, this setup i think yeah, uh, this setup is the the main uh, main host or uh, now you're the host of course but the main uh, initiator
1: yeah the is idea it, uh, the the idea yeah. came from both of us from this side up and and Argote, so we thought a better idea to involve the coffee the coffee people into what we are doing. So yeah. together we thought about organizing a trip, and that's how 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 it was created. So yeah. we started with the first group. We started in two thousand sixteen, yeah. and in 2017 they came three two groups and 2018 three different groups and in 2019 uh, two and yeah, yeah. i think there's there's been more than 30, 30 people in in our farm helping us with with the whole process
0: yeah it's yeah, amazing and all coming from uh uh, not just Netherlands, but also from uh, the other European
1: countries. Yeah, we we had people from Czech Republic, from yeah. uh, Scotland, uh, yeah. from yeah, from a different uh, different parts of of Europe.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah it's. Um, it's funny because most of people here said that I have more friends in the Netherlands than here in Colombia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you, you are a quite a popular guy uh, in, uh, in the community here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you make me blush. Um, i make you blush next time i'm doing a video <laughs> i was thinking to do a, a video recording of it but i think it's too soon yeah. but uh you make me feel sorry not for pushing it through <laughs> uh, too bad. so um yeah but um uh i was actually i um for this podcast and also that related to not doing a video i had this uh did hat this hat uh, when uh, we all we got uh, at your place at uh, yeah. Genova, yes, uh, you you took us to uh, a hat maker and yeah, uh, yeah. the hat maker made us uh, all some uh, Colombian uh, hats. It, does it have a particular name or
1: it has? No, it's just
0: just a hat. No,
1: it's yeah. it's just just a hat. But the the material it's called paja paja toquilla. It's a it's oh, a yes. it's a material from the south of Colombia, and yeah. that's um south of colombia and ecuador it's called uh, Paja. it's like it's yeah it's like a big uh, uh, uh how, how do you say a big leaves and yeah. they they got the they got the, the strings from from it
0: yeah yeah I, I still have it here so that's uh that's quite cool yeah i'm still uh it, it still hangs in my office
1: uh, nice proudly. it's a remind yeah. a reminder it's a
0: reminder yeah it's a good uh, souvenir
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. Souvenir. how you suffer
0: yeah. yeah i always suffer yeah <laughs> uh, but um yeah to, to be uh, as i mentioned before it was a, a really special experience i can uh advise anyone to uh, to visit uh, either way your farm or just a, a coffee farm in general and to join uh in the coffee processing in the coffee uh, harvesting it's uh, it's a lot of hard work and uh, when i got back in the netherlands i tripled my um, my respect for the product and uh, i quadrupled uh, my respect for the coffee growers and the coffee farmers and um um it made me
1: a better person and if, i i think that's the best way to to know the the coffee process itself because uh, it's not. Oh, most mostly everyone thinks that the 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 import the most important part is the picking, but they don't see the other part that is the the pulping, the washing process, all this kind of stuff that you just do if yeah. you are a farmer. Yeah.
0: For the fermentation uh, experiments that uh, some, uh, like, uh, young uh, roasters from uh, Rotterdam uh, want to uh, do, Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mr. Jelle van Rossum, (laughs) Uh, that uh, he was experimenting while we were picking, uh, I believe it was a a 36-hour fermentation.
1: Yeah. uh, uh, 48 and, and another one. It, it was and a 48
0: and a 66 hour. 66. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was one fermentation that we uh, we executed uh, that uh, made us uh, stay up till really late yeah. <laughs> in <order> the <to> process, <laughs> and that is that is the example of of course um, um, it, it all starts with an idea and then you start experimenting. But I can definitely imagine uh, in this term there is a communication going back and forth within uh, between you and Yella and, uh, yeah. and the rest. Uh, but uh, in other cases, then it might happen that there's a, a new trend popping up of uh, a specialty coffee fermentation technique um, that uh, pushes coffee farmers to produce uh, to do this extra intensive uh, fermentation.
1: Um, yeah, of course, farm. of course. That's yeah. why that's why Yele realizes that that there are things that we can do and there are things that we yeah, cannot he's do really uh,
0: yeah he has it really um, uh, clear and he pays
1: for every uh everything right yeah so yeah he's, yeah uh, sure and and like that we are trying to create more relationships like the one that my father has with Jelle. direct yeah. relationships that the yeah. the roaster can communicate directly with the farmer and yeah. between both of them they could suggest Uh, changes or they could suggest different process that the farmer are willing to do and could do with the with the things that he has in the in the farm and like that they could uh, get a very good coffee yeah
0: it's it, it is interesting because um um the 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 connections between uh of course for example Yelle and uh, your father and you uh that is so close um and between the rest of the community and uh, and and you and your village as well yeah but uh, Yelle Ye- in particular he um um that is really uh, an example of how you can actually uh, build a long-term relationship Um, exactly if if i'm correct he's also uh, sharing the risk right so if uh, a fermentation goes wrong he covers the cost of it yeah yes yes
1: uh, Yes. he's he's sharing the risk but the one thing is that we are not doing the fermentation process or the different process blind we always uh, support are supported in uh, maybe other farms or in in other countries but we follow we follow some standards but we adapt it to our climb and our process yeah for instance last week last year sorry we did uh, a kind of kenyan fermentation process Ah, but we adapted it to our our farms. Yeah. And
0: what what is it? Uh, uh, what does it look like? Uh, uh, a Kenyan fermentation that you adapted to your farm? How, is it, I, uh, it?
1: Well, we actually we did we did like we, we did two different fermentation processes uh, last year for for Yele. We did one that we called cherry fermentation. Is that we left the the coffee fermented in cherry for two, uh, 42 hours. 42 hours. Uh, no, sorry, 24 hours. 24 hours, okay. Then we pulp it and we let it ferment for another 18, 18 hours and then we wash it and we got, we got uh, a beautiful cherry fermentation process it was it, it has uh, a lot of things from naturals yeah. but with the body of a wash it was very 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 it's kind unique. of
0: uh, the, the the both uh yeah both of the fermentation uh, in one yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yes but like well we we don't have these uh um high temperatures the fermentation is uh, the fermentation process is more slow. extensive, slower. Yeah,
0: yeah. slow fermentation. That, that yeah, for will... the the people. Uh, For the people that are listening, um, that have never heard of uh, coffee uh, fermenting, just to be sure, um, after the picking of, uh, uh, of course, in the terms of specialty coffee, you need to pick the ripe uh, cherries, a riper fruit is a riper pit or a riper bean. And then as soon as the coffee uh, is being picked, then the fermentation, the processing of the bean starts. And uh, it's more than uh, half of the uh, eventual taste of the coffee um, that is being determined by the process. So there's a natural process, there's a semi-washed process, and there's a, a washed process, and the process that Juan Pablo just described here is a uh, is uh, yeah kind of uh, in the, in between of those yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit of a natural process, but before it becomes a natural, they take it out and then they process it, um, and then the, yeah, and then it becomes a washed coffee, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. To, so to get I'm a natural
1: in our, in our farm, you you could need you need two weeks of drying Uh, process yeah yeah
0: then you need a a lot of uh yeah uh acres uh, of uh concrete or hanging beds and storage
1: it's it's we do naturals but in small scale we don't we don't get we don't get more than 200 kilos of naturals
0: yeah we looked at the machine then uh at the um uh the science center what was the name of oh, it Oh yeah, Technicafe. Technicafe. Yeah, there yeah. was uh, this machine to to quickly yeah. to, to to speeden up the drying process of the naturals.
1: Yeah. but it's very expensive machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Machinery, coffee processing machinery.
1: Yeah. yeah. Maybe in yeah. 10 years or 20.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's all uh, grow together and then see uh, if there's uh, some investments that uh, that are possible yeah, there. Of course. So, so um, this year's harvest. Uh, you uh, you are starting the harvest. You you have started the harvest.
1: Uh, yes, we start you know? the main harvests. We're going to start next week. Yeah. Uh, so it's where all the hard work. Comes, and we're going to start also with a uh, different process we're going to add another different process to to our to our coffee yeah so for gele he asked us if we could do some different things so we we were researching and we we figured that we could do some lat- lactic ferm- fermentation Ah. and we're going to 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 do it so we have to control to it has to be a more controlled process yeah so yeah we're for, we're going for it uh Interesting. This what,
0: what is what does that look like a, a lactic fermentation uh, of uh, coffee
1: well a, a lactic fermentation is to it's well you know that in uh, when it comes to fermentations, there are different kinds of of fermentation uh, that it could produce. So one of them, one of two of the most familiar are the alcoholic fermentations and the lactic fermentations that are made with different bacteria or microorganisms. So for the lactic fermentation, we'll go. We're going to we're going to uh you're going to raise the temperature as well or no we're going to encourage the production of the lactic uh, microorganism the microorganisms that produce the lactic fermentations so like that we we can assure uh that the thing that's occur happening inside the tanks it's a lactic fermentation okay Oh, that's um, interesting yeah. yeah yeah this this thing is actually very technical but very interesting
0: it is yeah it's uh, for you it's going to be um uh, and for Yella, of course as well for Yella uh, and you it's, it's going to be like um, um perhaps um, uh, some, somewhat like a, a marketing tool uh, to uh, put more depth into your collaboration and to show uh, other people of what the possibilities are
1: yeah, and because to, for yeah, instance,
0: there was a horizon of that.
1: Yeah, for for instance, with the with the naturals, yeah, we begin. Uh, for the first naturals that we did, we did it like three years ago, and it was a very very small batch of naturals, like yeah. two two uh, like seventy kilos of 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 naturals. But yeah. with that and with that knowledge and with that experience. Now we have three different farmers in our community doing naturals for three different um roasters yeah. in in Europe. so we have one farmer doing naturals from for one roaster in in France in France. yeah, we have another farmer doing naturals for one roaster in Czech Republic and yeah. my father and, and i are doing naturals for for Yele Rotterdam, water yeah. for the chocolate and coffee so chocolate and coffee yeah so so those you're not going to find those naturals uh, in another place so no. just with with those farmers yeah yeah, nice. and and also that help us with these new experiments that we are we're doing this new process yeah. if they go well we can expand it to other farmers and to other roasters in europe
0: yeah, yeah the possibilities are endless oh yeah uh, so I, I i can imagine we're talking about jelle van Rossum is a, a roaster from rotterdam uh, owner of shokunin coffee and if anyone wants to try uh, Argota coffee go to i i think uh to shokunin coffee dot coffee or shokunin dot coffee or otherwise uh type in shokunin and shokunin is uh i think it's uh, an art artisanal person uh, in japanese um yeah he's doing a great job absolutely and uh, you guys are doing a great job so um Thank in you. terms of uh, the amount of uh, farmers so four f- no, two thousand. Sixteen. You started. with, uh, no, we started with our the our
1: first exportation was in 2000, 2000 The crop of two thousand no, no, fourteen. Now, no, sorry, two thousand fifteen. Okay. two thousand fifteen. We started with my father.
0: Exactly. So your father was the first to uh, export his coffee. Yes. Uh,
1: how
0: how did that? Uh, how was that initiation process? So where did it start? So you you traveled to uh, to Europe?
1: Uh, no, I believe no, no, it was no. no 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 we well my father uh my father took control of of the farm like uh 10 years ago yeah uh, because uh, before it was my grandfather who was administrating the farm uh so my father took control yeah like 10 maybe 10 12 or 15 years ago but yeah. but we he started to, to realize that the selling the, the the coffee to the local market it it wasn't enough for for living. No. And well my father only has two hectares. He's not a, a big farmer. Yeah. And with two hectares with the local prices it's very hard to to live. So yeah like in like in 2013 we started to i i started to help him uh, looking for another for another projects so at the end of 2013 it came that we started roasting uh, our coffee
0: oh, in, okay together with uh, andres or uh
1: no, know. with the so, roaster, so, so, in, yeah. back in Genoa, with the roaster in Genoa, with one of the, ah. one of the farmers that is working with us. It, he is also a roaster, a roaster for, for the school. You remember the school? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. They have yeah, a roaster. The quality, the quality the, lab. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember,
1: so absolutely. We, we so start, we start roasting our coffee there. So I started selling it in, in the city. So one of those bags that I that I sold uh, that I sold in the city, uh, one of those bags goes his way to went to to Europe through a friend of mine. A friend of mine uh, lived in the Netherlands. Yeah. So she she. she she got one of the bags of coffee, and she said, oh, I have a friend that works with coffee, and that friend was Leonard. Ah. So Leonard uh, copped the, the coffee that we roast, and he thought that the coffee may have some potential Yeah. because at that time we didn't know we were working with specialty coffee. We just yeah. worked with regular, the regular coffee for us. But mm-hmm. we the good thing is that we always treated it like specialty. Yeah. We just have to adjust some uh some things in picking and in other process and yeah. So the this bag went to the this coffee went to 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 the Netherlands and Leonard, like three months after after he he capped it, he came to Colombia and we met um, here. Yeah, we, we met here and he went to the farm. It was October 2014. He went to the farm in October. There is no harvest. There is no crop. Just just the plantations. Yeah, and he saw our family. He saw how we worked. He saw our plantation, and he. He felt in love of our coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and the, just he had he had just one, uh, one, one thing. He said, "the the one thing that I asked you is that you are the you have to be the exporters. I don't want I don't want any any more intermediaries. So, so yeah, to shorten
0: the the supply chain, shorter." Yeah. Uh, value chain.
1: Yeah. So the we so we started the company and we we became exporters that it, at that time it was not easy here in Colombia coffee exporters. Yeah. And we started the relationship like that with with Leonard. The first coffee that we we exported was my father my father's coffee.
0: One, one question. Uh, why was it uh, hard to start a uh, coffee exporting company
1: back then? Because to export coffee here, you have to ask for permission to the National Federation of Coffee. Yes. yes. Fédération de, de Café. De the Caféteras. Fédération the, de Caféteras. And at that time, the, the regulations were too strict for exporting coffee. So there were a lot of paperwork A lot of uh, a a, a lot of things that you have to deal with Uh, bureaucracy. So it wasn't easy. It wasn't it wasn't easy, and all the they were so so they they were so little, so few little exporters that that it it was practically. impossible for a farmer became exporter nowadays the things are getting easier for it's more for, open uh, uh, yeah, yeah it's it more open a lot more yeah you know there, is, hear, uh, there is a
0: lot of uh, families exporting uh, their coffee to
1: the, there is to europe, there is yeah. one thing where you can notice that you know uh, when we send the bags to to europe they yeah. all the bags have a number that is the number of export of the exporter our okay. number is, is 789 789
0: yeah
1: yes so in all these years until 2015 that we get the the no- the code the number it was mm-hmm. only 789 exporters uh, allowed for the national federation and now ah, since okay. 2015 to 2020 They've been more than two thousand exporters. So in the in the past five years, one thousand and three hundred are they are one thousand and three hundred new coffee exporters in Colombia.
0: But is is it of course for you and for other exporters and other smallholder uh, farmers? It's uh, it's great. That's a good thing. Yeah. But I can also imagine. um, uh, for the federation they are losing uh, because the federation is a government
1: owned federation right no 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 it's not governmental <laughs> that's the thing that it's a private, private.
0: uh <laughs> ah, but what uh, what do they do against it yes. because uh, for them it's a it's a big loss of uh, profit no
1: so it's not shift from, it's, uh, it's not because it's not because they're not focused in uh, specialty they are focused in, in commodity, large amounts of coffee, so they already have uh, future contracts signed so for uh, for them, uh, we are like a, a tiny ant in their food. So uh,
0: okay. so the, the 1300 uh, exporters that were added to the list, those are all uh, small specialty exporters um,
1: uh, most of the, most of them it, it has to be but you know to become to become a, a coffee exporter you don't have to be a farmer anyone can become an uh, an exporter yeah okay that is interesting yeah yeah but um, yeah but but this the sad thing is that the farmers uh, they are not becoming exporters because uh, as i told you the to become exporter, you have to deal with bureaucracy. You have to deal with yeah. paperwork. You have to deal with uh, exchange terms, with Incoterms, with uh, yeah. with all these kind of things. So the farmers, most of the farmers, doesn't have the the knowledge to to yeah. do it. So there, they are a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, they could be from the coffee industry, but they're not coffee farmers that are becoming exporters
0: yeah and in your terms uh, you are the exporter in the the village of genova and you found the direct connection to uh, the european market Uh, are you shipping uh, anywhere else than europe as well or
1: no 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 we are just shipping to to leonard why because i i I, with leonard we have like a like the same vision of what what we want to do so we want we want to do to to do the the chain shorter uh, yeah. we're, we're not uh, looking for uh, the self benefit but the community benefit yeah so exactly. yeah, more inclusive yeah so it's it's not easy to find someone <laughs> with that vision to work with
0: In terms of uh, the the coffee pricing of course you collaborate now closely with uh, this side up this setup buys your uh, your coffee um and the federation uh, before 2014-15 you mentioned the federation uh, bought the coffee and that was uh, the traditional trade and you got paid uh, commodity prices for every pound of coffee um does it uh, for you does uh, is the impact um yeah of course i I know the answer to this question already (laughs) but but, but i'm going to ask it anyway it's good for the the listeners and the the consumers to know so is it does it actually make a lot of impact for you uh, as a coffee farmer to uh, trade more directly to um to small importers to more that you're more connected to the markets yeah
1: yeah of course of course uh, yeah yeah, of course so in terms of income you can you can find that the income of the farmers that are working with us uh, are increasing be, between uh 60 I, I think between 60 and 80% and in at some points depending depending to the currency exchange it could grow yeah. to 100% more than the the coffee the the federation Price, coffee prices so okay. it's a real and and if we are doing more direct uh, more direct uh, we find more direct uh, consumers for for the coffee of the farmers if we could do more di- the direct relationships between the farmers and um mm-hmm. and, and roasters well i think we we could have room for more farmers and that's our goal our main goal is to grow and to reach to as many farmers as we can
0: yeah and i i I, I was there i uh, seriously cannot see why not I mean, uh, the, the quality you deliver is uh, it's a really high quality standard and uh, it, it can all be standardized. All the quality protocols can be standardized. And yeah. w- we talked about uh, scaling up um, uh, coffee production uh, in uh, the village of Genova. Uh, I believe currently there's uh, one container, so around 18,000, 18 tons uh, being exported from uh, Genova. Is that correct? No, no, no. It's, so-
1: it's nine, nine tons, nine tons tons, nine of, tons. Uh, of coffee yeah okay n- nine tons so, and that is
0: uh all with uh registered of course with the uh, mr accountant uh, himself uh, doing all the administration <laughs> and, uh, and uh, registration of all the coffee but um uh, i believe uh it, it the possibility is to do 150 tons in this uh, village alone and yeah um, of course for a small roaster like me or uh, any small roaster in the Netherlands, it sounds like uh, a huge amount, but th- to, in the larger coffee, um, uh, uh, industry, that is nothing. It's, it's yeah, absolutely nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> it, it is nothing. And, and you know, you what's,
1: you, you know, what's, what's uh, funny that at the beginning, when we were starting most of the, most of the farmers, which we work with now, uh, yeah. They they didn't believe in that this could we could do do this. They were that they, they were yeah. not as enthusiastic. Yeah. yeah, we found for the second exportation we were trying to because Leonard for the second exportation he asked us for more coffee, so we have to find another partner yeah. to export to export his coffee and we were asking for like three or four farmers and they said no they were not convinced about about this and now we have like a line of farmers waiting yeah everybody's in for, line huh? yeah yeah so what,
0: what is it we, what was it back then that uh, the farmers were hesitant uh, to join because uh, your father and you were the first and uh, after that uh um, there was a yeah, Leonardo. because
1: because Leonardo was the first one that said yes, yeah. But why so did the rest we, not follow? I mean, uh, it, because, it creates because, possibilities, right? Because we they needed to change the way to pick, first of all. Yeah. So we we need we need to change the 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 way of picking the cherries. Yeah. So, they were all hesitating and saying, No, it's not worth it. I'm going to lose coffee. I'm going to lose money. So, it, they don't see a long term in that business. They don't see it as a business model. They just yeah. saw it as something they have to do to. to yeah, they
0: saw it as extra work. Yeah. So, not the, the long term.
1: Uh, so, now. But Leonardo, he saw it as a business model and he said, okay, yes, I'm going for it. You, you just tell me what to do and I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah
0: Leonardo's coffee uh, did well. Um, uh, I, um, I, I leveraged his uh, coffee uh, for a while. Um, and um, um, uh, Milu Savokul won two competitions with uh, his coffee. And his competition, uh, yeah. his, his coffee did great. His scored, uh, was scored by Q graders, uh, uh, yeah, super high, uh, reviews. And uh, every time, um, an industry professional, uh, laid his, his, or her tongue on that coffee it was uh, a positive outcome. It was, uh, it was nice.
1: Yeah. 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 That's, 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 that's quite nice. of an
0: awkward description of, <laughs> of tasting
1: though, <laughs> So uh, he now he is also export he's also doing naturals because oh, he nice. says yeah. I'll do anything you you told me to do. Yeah. So he was the first one, and then we start with the we, with the with the pickers because our pickers also they have their own small pieces of land. So we are trying to involve them in the whole process. Yeah. so uh, the way they picked in our in our farm they picked in their farms so we see potential also in their coffees so we yeah. involved them and actually they're they're doing also great in their in their copy copy in, in their copings. so they well, have a I, rem-
0: very I remember you telling uh, me back then that uh, the pickers uh, mainly Munoz family that um, uh, they they pick. Of course, they 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 do a lot of uh, selective picking, so picking all the ripe cherries. And it's uh, I, sure. I I made some uh, some videos of it. I'll post it um, uh, in the in the notes. Uh, the the speed they pick it's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super fast. I tried to do it like a, it's like a like like my son is playing on his uh, Nintendo Switch. His super fast thumb uh, movements. It's really uh, really impressive to see, but. Uh, I remember you mentioning that um, uh, you integrated uh, the new quality quality protocols of picking the ripe cherries. And so they, they all picked the ripe cherries. Of course they were rewarded more for, um, uh, for for higher quality and they pick less of course. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they, they were asked or they, they went to their other, uh, to other farms to pick uh, coffee. They were not connected and they were not trading uh, directly uh, in specialty coffee. And they were continuing this uh, selective picking and,
1: and yeah, people they're, they're,
0: were yeah, the owners of the land were looking at it like, yeah. what are they doing? Why, why are <laughs> yes. you doing? Please strip it, strip
1: it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. funny. That's that's funny because they they now they're used to one way to pick, and they know that like that they they could. It's better for for the plant, and also it's better yeah. for the for their their income. Because you know all the green coffees and the uh, overripe coffees that they pick used to pick, when you wash the coffee, that goes like defects. So what you can, what you do with those is is sell it with an even lower price. Yeah. So you're losing money there. Yeah. So they they understand. The good thing is that now they understand that. So. They, they they said that they can uh, obtain more benefit of their their trees doing a correct picking yeah
0: you you are uh, of course involved in a lot of uh, cup tastings and you've cupped uh, a lot of coffees before um uh, the, the pickers do they also get to cup uh, have they cupped their coffees um, so when, that well, they actually no. can actually taste the difference between uh, the ripe cherries and their incentive is, uh, is of they, course uh, making more we money do,
1: when when we have when we have the the field barista projects we do copings with 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 the people that comes with our guests and we involve the pickers that wanted to in in those copings and they they do so they well they used to to drink uh, the regular, the normal coffee with lots of sugar in it, and yeah. and roasted roasted till it burns. So yeah. when they when they cup a coffee that is been well roasted, or oh, they do notice the the change. The and they the good thing is that they feel proud of it, and every yeah. time uh for instance every time i come i come to the i go to the netherlands and i bring a bag of of coffee that what roaster gave me to to show to the to the farmer that this is the roast their their I'll coffee their
0: trophy uh, yeah
1: yeah they collection. they are super proud of of it they're they yeah. show it like a, a trophy yeah
0: yeah that's cool that's nice is is there a, a good uh, local coffee community? Um, uh, of course, not, not really in Genova yet, I believe, but in the in the, in Colombia in general.
1: Yes, yeah, but it, but you know but it in in Gen, in, in Genova it is it, it is there is one brand.
0: Yeah, it, it should actually, and, yeah. if, if, yeah, you, if you think of it, yeah.
1: It's uh, there is a there there are like two brands. There are one brand of the school and another brand from another farmer that they're trying to to initiate like a specialty coffee roaster in 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 genoa so they are nice and in the rest of colombia yes it's a it's a, a born industry uh, you can find some some uh, specialty coffee bars and they they do uh they're trying to experiment different different uh varieties, also different uh, uh different processes. Uh but they're more focused in that, in in the differentiation uh in for varieties and for process. But mainly uh,
0: Colombian coffees uh, they serve
1: yeah yeah because you can't say you can't import uh coffees from from other countries it's it's not allowed yeah. so you you have to they well the the roasters here sent cent yeah. are more, are on the coffee industry is more centered in how much is your cup score yeah. uh more than what we are trying to do that is we are trying to well the, the quality is important but it's also important the history be, to be behind that cup of coffee that you're drinking
0: yeah the it's story not, yeah
1: it's not just just quality the quality is a very important part but it is also the history behind that coffee so you yeah. can see the families that they grow that's why for us it's very important that you have a hundred percent traceability of your coffee you know who is the farmer and you can meet it you can give a face to that coffee
0: yeah yeah that is a nice philosophy i uh, i think you're uh, you're on the right path there um and not determining coffee only on quality because Mm -hmm. um quality is not um completely sustainable it can only sustain if uh, if there's direct connection and and if there's a, uh there's a face of course that is uh what um what, what counts even more probably yeah 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 i, I, I can go in a, a bit deeper about uh uh that, that is the feeling i have when uh when i taste coffees that have a high quality or that i taste a coffee uh that has uh a good quality, but has a better story. Uh, mm-hmm. I tend to taste, um, or I tend to have a preference, uh, and, and I can do this blind. I actually have it. Uh, I've had it uh, several occasions now. Um, I tend to have a, uh, have a preference, a blind preference for coffees that have a better story, a b- more transparency, um, behind the quality. Um, and that is actually, uh, my, my first experience, one of my first experiences with, uh, with Leonard, with this setup, uh, I had, um, I used to work at a large roastery, um, was part of, uh, uh UCC, the Ueshima coffee company, one of mm-hmm. the largest coffee roasteries in, in the world doing private labels it was not a, not quite a sexy, uh, company <laughs> uh, just doing, yeah, it, was, it was, uh, but I had a sexy function there. I could do whatever I want and learn and study and try to uh, build uh, uh, a, a cool, uh, uh, yeah, sub label. Um, mm-hmm. But for the last um, cupping round and last uh, coffee selection um, in my in my period there, I selected forty coffees from several um, uh, importers. And eight of those coffees were from this side up. And it was a blind cupping. Uh, I was supposed to select uh, three or four new coffees. And my number one till seven were all uh, coffees (laughs) uh, by this side up. And that was uh, so strange. And then I dove deeper into it. And I noticed that the big difference between all the coffees is the complete traceability. And the complete uh, transparency. And uh, the amount of energy that is being put in by everyone connected uh trying to uh, make a better quality coffee try to make the uh, circumstances better for all and uh, more in a in a sharing way and not in a um in in a financial way of course there's it's, it's uh, there's money to be earned but this was um yeah spiritual sounds uh, kind of uh, silly it Has a bad reputation of woo and wawa but um i do believe in that yeah and uh, yeah and it also has, it, ha, it, it has a kaizen taste so it continuously improves yeah
1: and and also uh, because for instance in our process most mm, most of the farmers are involved in the whole process not just they they don't just uh, uh Bring us the coffee, the, the parchment coffee, and say, and uh, and go away. Now they present. They also help us in the hauling process, in the selection of defects, selection, uh, the size selection, in the packaging. They 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 are like taking care of of their coffee in the entire process of the of 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 production of the green coffee so when it's funny because when when we are sorting the the defects and they said okay this coffee is it's it's from one of the farmers so that farmer is taking care of it so it says okay watch out watch out watch out (laughs) yeah it's fine
0: now, you also uh, make cascara. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. Uh, and uh,
0: uh, the cascara um, that comes from uh, Genova is um, by far, currently by far, the best I have tasted. I've had uh, several cascaras from, uh, from Myanmar, from Thailand, from Ethiopia, uh, from uh, from Panama. And your cascara is still one of the best I have tasted. Um, oh, can, you, can you, you explain you. to me? Of course, first of all, for the for the, the 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 people listening that don't know what cascara is, can you explain what uh, what it is?
1: The cascara is the pulp of the of the coffee. It's the peel that covers the the seed. So, when in the process of the coffee, you have to the pulp, the pulpit. Uh, we have a machine that separates. the the pulp from the skin from the skin the pulp from the the seed so the seed goes to the fermentation tanks and the pulp normally it goes to the to the field to the to we use it as refertilize exactly so we find out, Leonard told us also, also, that we could do something else with that cascara. That we could use it like, like uh, tea for tea making. So we start to research, we start to do some uh, tests, how to treat it to do a good cascara tea. So we after after several uh, uh, error error mistakes in in the process yeah, we find our point.
0: Error.
1: yeah, yeah we, we find our point and and we now we have a we have a pre- standardized process for the cascara too. So yeah. what we do is the first thing we washed the coffee before the pulpit it so we can uh, eliminate the the microorganisms that comes with the uh, and the dirt and everything that comes with the the coffee and then we put it to dry in the patio we, we have to dry it in the in patio for two reasons because it has to be dried as fast as possible to avoid uh, because it has a lot of humidity in it so, to avoid uh, uh fungus growing, it has yeah, to be toxins. yeah microtoxin it has to be dried as as far as possible uh and also because of the space, it requires a lot of space to dry cascara. so uh, yeah we we dry it in the patio with the patio uh that we use it doesn't have uh it's in a terrace so you don't you don't going to find dogs or chickens or or yeah. cat or animals it's a uh,
0: clean environment
1: yeah. yeah it's a clean em- environment and you have to be very it's not just let it dry you have to s- constantly removing it Uh, Mixing it so it dries evenly. Keep
0: it in motion. Yeah,
1: yeah. Keep it in motion. So it it takes. It's the if the weather is good, it could take two days to dry a batch. But in those two days, you have to be constantly taking care of it. Constantly, it's it's not easy. Actually, it's not easy to do it. But it's 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 nice. Yeah.
0: it's an interesting, uh, by It's, uh, I, th- I don't know the, the current status of, uh, Cascara, uh, but, uh, uh, maybe you know that, uh, I know, um, uh, a year or uh, well, I, two years I, ago, it, it, it was classified as coffee. So everything from the coffee tree was classified as coffee, the coffee, flowers, the coffee roots, the, the leaves, everything was classified as coffee. And then the, the Cascara was, uh, being exported more and more often and then it got uh, the label of a uh, novelty food and novelty food first has to go through a process uh, of um uh, yeah uh, of uh, scientific research to declare its uh, safety uh, to yeah. uh, to human uh, health and it's not allowed into any food chains and the bad part is, so many smallholders, of course, there's, um, there's a big risk in, uh, in mycotoxins, but yeah. for a lot of coffee farmers, if that process can be standardized, there's uh, an extra product they can, uh, they can sell, they can make more revenue. And that is, uh, that is a positive thing. But uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: so we're, we're trying to do the same with Cascara that we're doing with, with coffee. So we're trying to involve more farmers that have the the possibility to to have a, a a clean space to to dry it
0: yeah and it is uh, the results the results are quite good right yeah uh, everybody who uh, yeah it's it's not difficult it just takes hard work just uh, yes, as you yes. mentioned just keep on circulating it uh, keep on uh, keep it in motion keep it dry uh,
1: yes, yes. It's, it yeah yeah, and if it rains, you have to cover it. Uh, yeah, yeah. If if yeah. if it rains for five minutes, you have to cover it, and five minutes later, uncover it.
0: Yeah, it's also known as a superfood. Coffee in general is known as a superfood, but cascara and uh, the, the coffee fruit there's uh, so many antioxidants, uh, polyphenols uh, inside of it and mm. it's, uh, yeah, it is uh undiscovered fiber,
1: a lot of it's things
0: fibers, yeah there is uh, three times as many fibers in uh, in cascara than yeah. uh, than there's in wheat and and, uh, it,
1: or, and it has less caf- caffeine than in coffee less caffeine yeah less caffeine
0: yeah a bit less caffeine yeah yeah mm. and it's uh, it's quite interesting it's been said that you can actually bake uh, a piece of bread of cascara yeah because of the the fiber uh mm-hmm. fiber rich content so it's, yes. uh, it's worth an experiment never tried it yet but yeah who knows <laughs> who knows and something else um so um <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: finally <I'm>, there <laughs> i think sing- i'm single
0: so th- before this podcast, uh, uh, I I didn't record that. I said to uh, we're going to talk about uh, Arnhemse uh, Arnems- Amsterdam. Uh, what, what is it? Amsterdammeisjes. What is that? And then I said, Amsterdam girls. So yes, yes, let's talk about yes. Amsterdammeisjes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice thing. So um, yeah, of course, you had a, a visit to Amsterdam a couple of months ago. You did a, a tour um, uh, with uh, with Leonard and. Uh, um and, and 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 some other guys uh, involved um to uh, some roasters uh, just to visit and uh, connect uh share knowledge share share ideas and just uh, to
1: socialize yeah um, and say hi to all friends say hi um, to all friends
0: yeah. um, but you kept on looking uh, away for Amsterdam's maishis man that was, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but i have to i have to go back because my my flight it's opened my my backs so to 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 came back. I have to purchase another flight. So, uh, so my, you
0: can so you get a voucher.
1: Yeah, so I got a voucher. Uh, so so I have a, a an open flight. So I have to wait until everything's everything's more normal. Goes and then more you can normal. Come back, uh, um, uh, yeah, I have to go because I can't uh, waste that that voucher
0: yeah oh, that's a good thing how, how long is it uh, valid That voucher. is uh, there I a validation think,
1: data well I, I i don't know the last the last email that i got they said it, uh, i have to use it before november but it could change mm. according to the to the situations yeah yeah, yeah. But, so uh, i i don't know maybe i have to go in the in the last two weeks of October, or or if it goes further, maybe in January when my coffee is there, yeah, it would okay. be great that I could go to to promote our uh, our coffee uh, the when new harvest it, uh, to make yeah, another round. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. All right. Well, uh, it would be nice to uh, to have you over again. Uh, you're more than welcome.
1: Uh, so, thank you. Yeah, I was last last time we couldn't meet much, but also uh, because so, I, I so. was with yeah. remember I was with this cough that yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: we, we all thought you had corona and yeah, corona. I, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were tested, huh? there was nothing wrong.
1: Yeah, I, I tasted I, I was tested when I c when I came back to to Colombia, I I have yeah. to to be in my room for two weeks and then i got a test and then another 10 weeks and another 10 days until the 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 result comes
0: yeah
1: and yeah they said no you don't have anything you, you just have, have a, a rough yeah. cough
0: That was a rough cough they were really yeah rough it cough.
1: was yeah
0: well you're doing uh, fine uh, now right you, so- yeah. you sound a lot uh, healthier yeah
1: yeah uh, of course i'm i'm back i'm back again
0: yeah yeah, that's good well Juan pablo i think we uh we um we're gonna wrap it up um
1: okay it's uh it's been nice talking to you again yeah were you nervous this time nervous some kind of super nervous yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) No, no, no no not nervous at all <laughs> uh, I do find because it's 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 a new thing those podcasts. Um, I am enjoying this so much. Yeah, um, it's uh, and it, it talking to you, of course, uh, as I mentioned, I, I think before the podcast, and talking to Fwadi and to um, uh, to Sarah, um, we discuss things quite often, and mm-hmm. we discuss uh, the uh, the elephant in the room quite often, uh, but we never find a chance to share that with the regular consumer and we can never mm-hmm. really transfer the yeah, the mistakes that are being made or the the, the problems that are actually really um, <laughs> appearing in our face uh, constantly so um i i really hope that this um of course uh, hope is uh execute uh, it's a delay of execution or of what is it called? It's a delay of <laughs> disappointment. That is what <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a, a better, um, um, that's, that's put a lot better um, that this uh, might um, um, add
1: value to that. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. sure. And, and also because I've seen that there, there is a lot of people that's now, that's looking for podcasts, and hearing, hearing things in podcasts.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. So probably also due to uh, the the isolation or the, the the lockdown, there will be a yeah. lot of uh, podcasts available. But that's okay. Uh, I I will keep this uh, for, um, yeah, our community use first of all, and everybody who gets to hear it, um, they will get more insight. So it's a good thing just to offer the the extra amount of. Content and yeah. to offer uh, an audio representation <laughs> of uh, our relationship, of our uh, of the coffee, of the the situation, and uh, everything that uh, that is being uh, discussed. So yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, that's being said, then uh, <laughs> Juan Pablo Lasuaga, I want to thank you for being on this podcast, the Work That Matters podcast <laughs> thank Lovely. you jerome. yeah well really um i appreciate it um, for you coming on the on the show uh, enjoyed it a lot um and uh well let's uh, talk again soon
1: yeah of course thank you jerome for having me here it's a pleasure talking to you every time i'm always sharing knowledge with you yeah also cool, it's man. very very good. Yeah. Thank you. For
0: the for for the people uh, listening that want to find out more about uh, Juan Pablo, Uh, his name is Juan Pablo Lasso Ergote I will put some uh, some of his uh, Instagram and uh, social channels in the in the the show notes, and also uh, find. And Tinder, <laughs> of course, Amsterdamse meisjes, <laughs> please. Uh, tinder, Colombian, <laughs> Colombian guys. Okay. Uh, don't look nearby, look in Colombia. Uh, and also find out what, what was your website? It was
1: Argote Coffee. Yeah, Argota.coffee.com. Exactly. And uh,
0: my name was uh, Jeroen Brugman, um, owner and founder of Ikigai Coffee. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and uh, hope to see you soon bye bye if you want to find out more about this episode or any other episodes please visit www.ikigai.coffee and i hope to see you there